It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. We're going to shut up and dance today. Is that all right with you? That sounds great. <laughs> I've got Daryl Yeager from Odyssey Dance Theater, and we're really excited. Tell me what's happening and when. Uh, we're going to be at Kingsbury Hall March 1st through the 10th. Uh, we're doing our shut up and dance season. This year we're doing three completely different shows in that season. So it's a kind of a repertory season. So, so it's only nine days? Yeah. And you can wow. go go and see three shows That'll be completely different. Uh, we're going to do our Michael Jackson full-length show, which has just been a huge, huge hit. And I want to talk about that because we as a radio station, obviously we play a lot of music mm-hmm. over time periods. Yeah. A couple 1980s an hour because, you know, people mm-hmm. love to hear that. Do you know their number one choice? Michael Jackson. Is that right? Jackson. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. From the 1980s, awesome. he reigns. He reigns. He reigns. Well, you know, he's... He, He's great for dancers because everything he does is danceable. You know? Yeah, and so, he has real strong rhythms and exactly. percussion behind and so it. So we have we've had a great, great time putting this show together. We're actually traveling to Tel Aviv this year to uh, to do that show for a week. Congratulations! In, in, in Tel Aviv, and then we go on to our European tour after that. So it's, so it's let, amazing. Let's describe it. And I correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the fourth year you're doing the Michael Jackson? Or yes, the okay. first the first year we did it was just a half a show, like a four, you know, uh, one act. Mm-hmm. Of, of Michael Jackson music, and then people loved it so much. I said, "You got to make it a full length." And so I, I, I was thinking, I don't know if there's enough material. But then I started oh, looking at goodness. it. Then I, then I went and really, really studied his his catalog. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Uh, is there enough air to things. breathe? Right? Yes, there's plenty to choose from. And so we uh, we expanded it, and now it's a full length show. It's can just can awesome. you give me a sample of some of the music I can anticipate? Well, we start here? off we start off with Thriller. Okay. It or not. Be, mainly because the dancers have to put on the makeup. Yes. And, it, you know, it's not something you can do very quickly. So right. we have to do that. Op- that's that's our opening number, you know. And, you know, the dancers kind of enjoy doing it, but not really because, you know, they, they have such a long <laughs> now, thriller season with what, our thriller I, show. I was going to say in the, in the fall, coming mm-hmm. up in October when Thriller takes the stage and they are dancing to that, I, I would have been happy to sit 45 minutes straight and just see them dance to Thriller. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that that strong. So you start out with the start thriller. start out with that. Okay. We have uh, the way you make me feel, Wonderful. which is just a. Uh, actually, we we did that with a bunch of uh, airline stewardesses. They're all dressed up like the Pan Am, the old Pan Am blue. Uh, okay, that's reminding me. Catch like that. me if you can. Yes, exactly. And okay. So they do a number to that. We've got uh, several solos. Pyt, a young lady does pyt. It's just that's my awesome. Mm-hmm. We do blood on the dance floor. We do uh, blame it on the boogie. Uh, you know, rock so it's and an robin. Hour, is it an hour and a half of Michael Jackson? Yeah, we we have like uh, forty five minutes each act. Mm-hmm. You know, with an intermission in between, and uh, you know, it it closes off with a we we got the permission to do the, the original choreography from Beat It and also um, uh, Smooth Criminal, the wow. choreographers for that, and uh, so we kind of do a retrospective of that uh, of that uh, of those original pieces. That he did, and that that kind of closes the show, and then we do come up with a big piece called Jam, you know, which is just super high energy. Yeah, absolutely. Just, no know, one here listening to the radio could see me swinging my hands around <laughs> because that is definitely one that is um, 
it's it's one of his more newer releases. Mm-hmm. So it, mm-hmm. it it doesn't have I I, I don't want to say disco beat. It has less of that and much more in my mind, even though it's danceable, a, a little bit more of a rock yeah. feel to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we just we've just had a blast putting it all together. I mean, there's just so many different pieces, and so you just you sit there and just go, wow, that's one of his songs too. That's well, awesome. and I think we do that with Odyssey Dance Theater in general because often people think, okay, I'm going to go to the ballet, or I'm going to go see jazz performance, or mm-hmm. I'm going to go see a hip hop performing. With Odyssey Dance Theater, with your productions, you blend dance styles, and so mm-hmm. it's a full it's you know it, it's a full smorgasbord of, yep. of we dance. We even do a big tap number to "They Don't Care About Us," you know, which is one of Michael Jackson's song. We do Earth Song. We do uh, there's a song called "Force Don't Stop." You know, keep on. With the voice, don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop I actually didn't know what he was saying. All I knew was yeah. keep on. Yes. So uh-huh. what I did, I put all the, I put all these dancers on these uh, hoverboards. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say treadmills. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're on hoverboards uh-huh. going all over the stage, and they're all Star Wars characters. How amazing. So it's all about the force. You know, the yeah. force don't stop. You so, know, so this is this is a show and a dance performance yes. and a music celebration altogether. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so, so it's Odyssey Dance Theater's Michael Jackson. What is the title of the show? It's called MJ. MJ. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. well, that, you said that the Shut Up and Dance series begins March 1st through the 10th. Right. So will we... Does it rotate if we yes. want to see MJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think uh, MJ is on the first, and then there's two other dates that, that it performs during that season. Okay. Now I'm thinking about wearing Michael Jackson gloves, but there let's move go. on. What's well, we actually have we have sequin gloves that pop oh, out in, in the show. So. How about that? Um, then we also do um, a repertory of uh, a piece that a show that has the first act full of repertory pieces, which is like three or four. Smaller works, you know, a repertory yeah, and I'm works. Not, I was going to say, I'm not a dance major, dance yeah. minor. I I think I told you before, the only w- reason I passed jazz in college is I made smoothies on the final day because <laughs> I could not do the jazz walk. I could not learn the jazz walk. So I went to the jazz teacher and I said, would it be okay for you as a substitute if I brought fresh fruit and yogurt and made smoothies for the rest of the class? She gave me a passing grade. There you so go. the smoothie was good enough. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> So what does repertory mean? Repertory just means smaller works, you okay. know, sometimes between five and ten minutes long. Okay. You know, and one's contemporary, one's a hip-hop piece, uh, one's more of a, con- you know, a, a ballet slash uh, jazz piece. And then there's another one that's that's actually more of a Cirque du Soleil type piece where you got a couple that's doing all these amazing balances and stuff like that. And so what's the name of this show? This co- and Well, the second okay. act of this show oh, I see. is Purple Rain. Which is the prince rep, uh, prince tribute? So the first Michael act, Jackson first act, the first. And, yes, the first act is these repertory pieces. The second act is Purple Rain, which is all prince music, and it, it's it, it was a huge hit last year, and people loved it, and so we brought that back. And then our third show is going to be a new full length production called Chicago Nights. And basically, we've taken the story from the musical Chicago with Roxy Hart mm-hmm. and Al Capone. And we put them in together in the same show. And it's kind of like it's like Chicago Nights. We've kind of combined the two. So it, Roxy Hart meets Al Capone. You know, they were in the same time period, same era. But they really did it in, in life. I don't think it's, they ever did in right. real life. But it's, Boy, kind of, what, it's kind of a fantasy in terms of what would happen. What, 
What would happen if they did? These two signature yes. characters. From- what, yeah. What, what would happen if they did meet? And what are, what, how do their two stories intertwine and, and, and coincide? So no, we, it's not a musical, though. Or, or no, are they singing? no, it's not okay. a musical. We, mm-hmm. we, use, we use a lot of the music from the musical Chicago. Like we open with all that jazz, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so When I saw the musical Chicago, I was in New York and I was in the fourth row. Uh-huh. And my mouth, um, my muscles were sore afterwards because I smiled. It was such a such a, an incredible yeah, feast. Exactly, uh, and, and uh, so you're bringing some of that yes, to the stage, okay. definitely. And so it's called Chicago Nights, and that's uh, that's going to be a brand new production, you know, world premiere that happens within that season, also. So those are those three three different shows. So there's a smorgasbord. You can go to one, you can go to two, you can go to three. I mean, you can, you can go all three. You can go all three if you like. You know, I mean, it's it's really an amazing uh, tribute to the uh, talent of the dancers to be able to do so many different things within this short little season. Since you're doing the world premiere of mm-hmm. Chicago Nights, um, just to our audience who just joined us, by the way, this is Odyssey Dance Theater's founder, Daryl Yeager, and I'm Rebecca Cressman. He's joining me in studio. We're talking about the upcoming season, Shut Up and Dance, which mm-hmm. opens up on stage on March 1st here locally. It's going to be touring around the world, but we're talking about the world premiere of Chicago Nights really quickly. Mm-hmm. You are the choreographer of this show. Uh, I, I'm doing most of the choreography, okay. yes. I have my daughter, Veronica, that's helping me out, too, and we're working together together on that. We've done a lot of a lot of work together over the years. She actually assisted me when I uh, directed and choreographed Mamma Mia down at Tuacon this last year. And so uh, she and I have been working together for years, and she's she's really amazing uh, and helps out. I usually have her do the tap pieces because she's really good at tap, and she, she puts those things together. And, and then we, we work very, very closely and, and, and work really hard to put together a full-length show. It's pretty amazing. Well, and I'm also thinking, um, as you bring up Chicago Nights, if we're going to evoke the 1920s, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. your wife is the master cos- costume designer. Is she done yet? Because we're in February now. No, she's she <laughs> she is she is online right now, buying stuff and, and and organizing things and stuff for the show. We found some amazing costumes and stuff that are going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be a visual feast. And you know, we also bring in bring in the um, what started the whole gangster era, which was prohibition. So we have a whole group of ladies that are represent. The, the Women's Christian Temperance League that, that actually began that push to uh, create prohibition, you know, when liquor was outlawed here sure. in the United States, and which is really remarkable when you think about it. Yes. It actually happened. And, I, and I, it was an amendment to the Constitution. And it's interesting because as I was just reading some of the history about the prohibition times, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it wasn't just the United States at that time, because obviously I've been raised in Mexico. I mean, mm-hmm. Britain, there were countries all around the world that were getting the movement mm-hmm. to remove alcohol because they believed it led directly to debauchery and the immoral, immoral uh, activities of society. So it wasn't right. just about the substance. It was about its influence right. on proper society. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they, uh, they created kind of the anti-saloon league, which was – they were against saloons, first of all, to start off with that because at the saloons, the guys – Generally speaking, the the men who uh, went to went there after work to the saloons, they would spend all their money, and the wives and children are left at home without, you know, uh, without funds to feed them and stuff like that. And so it it was a big pro- and, and probably still is a little bit of a big problem yes. in terms of alcohol is concerned. But they the the movement was strong enough at that time to create a constitutional amendment that that lasted for about ten years until they figured out what. 
that it didn't quite work to to legislate something like that, and you know, and that gave rise to the gangsters because outlaws, they, sure. they 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 said, well, Import. the people the people want liquor, so we're going to give it to them. And Al Capone was was you know the master of like, hey, I'm just giving people what they want. On you both I mean? borders, by the way, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. we had Canadian importing and Mexican importing back and forth. And, and you know, just in the interest of full disclosure, my grandmother uh, was known for making moonshine mm-hmm. in the bathtub of her home. And, and in uh, Texas, in fact, that's how my grandparents met. He came. And, but, you know, the, the second part of the story is that she was not able to become free uh-huh. from the alcohol use in her life. And right. it, it became a detriment right. for her family. But uh, once we discovered that the bathtub at grandma's house was not used Uh just for bathing children back in time (laughs) then we knew we had (laughs) an issue so you're going to start chicago nights with that reflection of history but put on the stage with dance and music exactly and so so we're just kind of combining those two stories uh, just having a lot of fun. I mean, the the temperance ladies they they dance to a song called "No No No," <laughs> you know, <laughs> "No No No." You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know. I mean, they're they're the No No ladies. So, who know? wrote so, the music? Well, I I, I glean from all kinds okay. of different sources. We've yes. uh, we've just found great great music that kind of has the flavor of the period, but also has kind of a funky backbeat to it. Yes, you know what I mean. So it feels contemporary, but also. A vintage at the same time. It's interesting because um, those of my friends who go to Odyssey Dance Theater, they they say they have such a different energy when they leave um, uh, Kingsbury Hall, and that's where you'll be performing mm-hmm. again this year. Yes. They says often if you you know, and all theater for me, and all art, and all forms is all beautiful, but you do have an, a different kind of emotional and physical reaction to different productions. It's mm-hmm. just the way art is. And they said they leave Odyssey Dance Theater perked and ready and mm-hmm. feeling good yeah. uh, because of the style. Of the upbeat, the hip, the hip hop, the, yes. the the reflection of the world in a fun, accessible way. Yes, and it's not your mother's gra- grandmother's ballet company or you know opera. I mean? mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So you know we've contemporized our things so that people, the kids today, can actually understand it and and go, oh, oh, no, I understand that story. I understand how that works. You know, uh, and I understand the 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 motivations of the people who are involved in that story and how how it all fits together. But I, but I also enjoyed the interpretation of that, you know, in, in terms of the contemporary styles of dance, the the music, and all of that stuff. So okay, March first through March tenth, Odyssey mm-hmm. Dance Theater, Kingsbury Hall. We have a few more minutes together. You mentioned just kind of on the sly, you're going to Tel Aviv. Uh-huh. Tell us what will happen after March tenth with Odyssey Dance Theater. Uh, we will take a couple of weeks off, and then we're going to go to Tel Aviv to perform there for a week. Uh, Where in Tel Aviv? It's Do you it's remember? it's like the big. Uh, Shlomo Lehat Opera House. It's like the big Whoa. opera house there, and we're going to be there for a full week. Uh, we'll do like five performances there, and then um, and then we're going to go to uh, Germany and and uh, and do our European tour, which we do every year for about three weeks. After that, and uh, I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity for these dancers to to see the world and. And share their art form. You know, I, I know we can't kind of group cultures and countries together per se, but do you see different reactions when you're performing uh, in uh, Germany, for example, versus um, Italy? Um, a little bit, but but interesting. European audiences are much more live theater oriented. 
Does that make sense? So they, they're inter- they're talking to you on the stage. No, no, no. Oh. They just they just go. They like embrace they, it. Yeah, they okay. embrace it much more than tickets we do are today. sold. Yeah. Today we're mm-hmm. kind of more of a Facebook generation where it's all on our phones and and Netflix or whatever. And sometimes it's very difficult to go to a live performance. And so I think they're uh, culturally they're much more in tune with with live performance theater and enjoy it and appreciate it more. I'm I'm always amazed at the uh, reaction that dancers get in in Europe. We we have to add like four or five extra bows. Then we have to do an encore, and then we do four or five, six or seven bows after that. And the audience just keeps applauding and, and clapping along. It's just it's just remarkable. But even as you say that, you know, it reminded me that so much of of great art and music bubbled out mm-hmm. of Europe, and yeah. it has been a leader mm-hmm. in time. And and every culture and group of people, we value similar things but different things as well. Mm-hmm. Where art is a basic necessity sure. in in uh, in certain cultures. For us, it's sometimes viewed as an additional. Well, and, and in many ways, I mean, even though Europe was the wellspring of mm-hmm. much magnificent art, uh, in some ways that that has kind of gotten old and stodgy. You know what I mean? And so when we come from America and go there and say, "Okay, here's take a, a look at we this. Can, we can do dance and we yes. can, we can do hip hop, and it's kind of cool." And they they look at it and go. Well, that was interesting, and that was cool. You know what I mean? And because so, your dancers have yeah. so much depth and, and uh, variety mm-hmm. in their skills. They can pr- right. put anything on the stage. Yeah, and so I think I, it's always fun for me to watch the, the eyes of the dancers who've been there, who are there for the first time. You know, because we, we set up all these uh, bows and stuff like that, you know, rehearse them beforehand, and, and they're going like, there's no way. These people aren't going to clap through this this many times. And I said, no, they will. Watch and then <laughs> watch their eyes the first time. They're, they're just bugging out going, oh, my gosh, they are clapping through all of this. This is awesome. And so it's a, it's, it's a wonderful uh, uh, way for them to feel, you know, that someone really appreciates their work. You know what I mean? And uh, – and it, it, they, they love it. They love it. And it's just a great, wonderful way to end the season for the company. I'm glad you shared that uh, story because often at the end of performance, there are, um, you know, maybe half the crowd that feels comfortable with loud applause or mm-hmm. a standing mm-hmm. ovation. Mm-hmm. And and yet you you say the performers really do recognize and feel that when the audience gives back oh, to yes. them. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, uh, performers... There, there is some sort of – there's a metaphysical connection between a performer on stage and the people out in the house. And uh, and so there's a there's an exchange that goes on there that's, that's edifying and people really, really respond to it. And, and the dancers respond to that also. That's what gives them they, – they get that feeling. I said, oh, OK, I won't you – know, it's almost like a drug. It's like they're addicted to this response, you know, this, uh, this appreciation that's, that's, that they've worked so hard to – to achieve and now someone says yeah that's good and these dancers are from across the country and from utah world-class dancers it's odyssey dance theater daryl you also mentioned that it wasn't too long ago that you were helping with the uh, production of mamma mia mm-hmm. uh, down south are you also involved in any other projects uh, this year that we should be watching for not this summer okay uh they're doing uh, three shows that i'm not involved in this this summer but last year was a, it was a huge huge hit it just went very very well we really enjoyed that and i've i've done stuff since the very beginning at down at Tuacon. And so, you know, it just depends on the, whether the right show 
comes up, you know, in their rep that that particular year. And um, and yet musicals versus a dance mm-hmm. to me would seem like a, a different direction, a different oh, production. Totally, but yeah. it's but it's such a wonderful art form because it's it's very American, and at the same time you're combining all the things, you know, acting and singing and dancing, and all those things are connected together to tell a story. You know, and that it's it's just a wonderful medium, and I I bring a lot of those. Uh, sensibilities to our work in Odyssey Dance Theater because that's why I call it Odyssey Dance Theater because I feel like we actually create theatrical style projects that that people can follow along and the wonderful thing wonderful thing about dance is that it you don't have to be able to understand the language to understand what's going on on stage so it, it goes across all cultures you know what I mean when you when you go to Korea they they understand they. You can dance for them. They go, yeah, I get that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You go to Europe, they say no thing. language barrier, There's no, no story language barriers in dance. And yeah. so that, that, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing for the dancers to experience. I, I think those, um, again, who are just joining us, Daryl Yeager from Odyssey Dance Theater, it is a tradition to bring the kids to Thriller, mm-hmm. um, which might be for some kids, our children, the very first time they're exposed to live dance and theater mm-hmm. at a professional level other than, you know, school performances, et cetera. Tell me about Shut Up and dance which is march 1st through 10th is this designed for you know an audience eight and above or i mean who who are we usually say well for thriller we kind of say eight and above Mm -hmm. but for these productions you know there's there's no real age limit on them you know we 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 feel it really kids can sit there and they really get it you know they understand what's going on and so um you know so we really don't have to have any other than you know really small babies and stuff like that i think we we love to have just of anybody come show up and so you know one thing that's really important right now is you know valentine's day is coming up it's a wonderful opportunity to to uh, take your loved one to a production you don't have to give away your man card to come see this because you'll actually find yourself enjoying it too, you know. And you know, if you love Michael Jackson, if you love Prince, if you if you love to see something like you know Chicago Nights, this is the season to come see. You know, grab grab a couple of tickets and take your loved one as a present for her Valentine's. I Day. love that you're that you're speaking to the guys because that for me is extraordinary when my husband chooses something like that. But as you mentioned, it's a little something for everybody, yeah, even yeah. if dance and theater is new to you. Michael Jackson and Prince, in addition to Chicago Nights. Uh, tickets are on sale where? At uh, Kingsbury Hall. If you go to odysseydance.com, you can get all the information there about all the different shows and, and pick and choose. Come see one, come see all. And can we buy tickets online through oh, odysseydance.com yeah. as yep. well? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So you give us an idea. Uh-huh. Cupid's going to be busy Cupid in the next few days as we can uh, show the love to our sweetheart and show the love for Utah's tradition of dance and theater, Odyssey Dance Theater with Daryl Yeager. Thank you so much for joining us you on bet. this week's edition of you Utah bet. Weekly Forum. Thanks for having me.